let Marion go first. You want to tell us about Viking Strong Resistance Band? They are stretchy and they are squishy. <laughs> Come up with your own stuff. <laughs> um, You're stealing JoJo's jokes. They are for exercising your body. They are stretchable, but not too stretchy. And they are good with exercising your head. You can do squats with them. Your muscles. What muscles? Um, muscles and leg muscles. And? Butt muscles. <laughs> Viking Strong Resistance Bands, um, they're cool, and they're multicolored, so you could have, your, and the colors signify. Color-coded. Color-coded for the different strengths, and so. Not two different. There's more than two. So you can have one, like, different ones for different members of the family. When being strong isn't enough. Be Viking strong! There you go. Tristan, you want to read your commercial you wrote? It's good. All items at the Indian Mound Farmer's Market are from local sources. It's also a place to meet some really nice and fun people and bond as a community. It's fresh. All the delicious things at the market are items local farmers bring in from this season's harvest. Awesome products like eggs, pickles, they're the only pickles we buy, honey from Jackass Honey Farms, and jellies and jams. It's fun. They have arts and crafts, fashion accessories, and helicopter rides. Yeah! So yeah, come on out to Liberty Hill, Texas, and check out Indian Mound Ranch Farmer's Market. Welcome to Season 3 of the Wilderness Law Podcast. Yay! Law podcast featuring Josie Law, Lane Law, Marion Law, and Non-Importance. Josie, stop doing that. Stop doing Tristan. It. It's fun, but it got old. All right. Whoa. Ladies, do you, we've talked about it before a little bit, but not a ton. Do y'all know what chronic wasting disease is? No. Yes. What? I know what chronicle is. What is it? A chronicle is like a diary. Okay. That's accurate, but and Ooh, a chronic? Same root word but not uh the same word. Can I explain it? Huh? Can... Yeah. Now is Tristan's turn to talk. Chronic wasting disease is a spongiform that affects the brain and brain stem. What's a spongiform? It is... Here, like, I'll look it up while it's you... It's like holes in the brain. Yeah. It, 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 it affects white mule deer, white tail, elk, moose, and reindeer. Which How, are all... And the... What's the word? Elk? Cervids. Cervids. That's the deer family, which is cervids. Weight loss, and the way it kills is that it makes them not want to eat, and that weight loss leads to death. Yeah, it's basically the cervid version of, uh, in bovine, it's called mad cow disease, commonly. And um, it, it makes them act strange. It is transmitted through pee and feces. Uh was first in, observed in the United States in 1960 and not observed in the wild until 1981. Get uh, closer to the mic. It, 
cannot spread to humans. You can hold your paper right here so you can read and then turn that at the, your face. It cannot spread to humans, but mad cow disease was documented spreading to humans in Great Britain in 1990 in the early 2000s. Okay. That's everything you got? Mm-hmm. All right. So... I have some news on CWD. It's not all we're going to talk about today, but it's the main thing. I thought, I thought that was important. Did you? Because, yeah, CWD is becoming more and more of a problem. So did y'all understand any of what he said? Not really. Okay, CWD is a disease that affects deer, and it basically eats their brain. Yeah. Um, in the 90s... Mad cow disease showed up. Uh, I, stop. Is that like jellyfishes? Because I read once in a book that jellyfishes don't have brain. No, it's not. What? It's a disease. A jellyfish is a creature. Oh. Jellyfish disease. Alcoholic. Um, no, does that like, does every jellyfish have that disease? Because mm-hmm. I read in a book that all that jellyfish do not have brains. They no, just, they, they just, don't just have brains. naturally don't have brains. Okay. Um, no, this uh, so deer have brains like we do because they're mammals, Much right? Smaller. And it's and they get this disease and it just kind of it doesn't eat it away and they stay alive, like it eats it, it away and then eventually they die from it, right? Once there's not enough brain, because you we the way we work, we need brains, mammals, we need brains to stay alive. Right. It's like and we need a certain a bodily, amount, of, or, an important bodily organ out here. Kind of the, yeah, important. Without one. brain, there is no heart. Yeah, um, to some degree, like the, there's some exceptions to that rule, but uh, that's for another podcast. Like if you take a bite out of the brain, part of your heart goes missing. Is no. that what Tristan is saying? No, it's the <laughs> brain is the computer. That regulates everything in your body, right? Like in robots, it's like a computer chip. Right. So, all right. So, did you cover how it spread? Yeah, it spread through pee and feces. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if a rotten corpse can infect the ground. It and said that the, the like, pee and feces may be gone, but the... Uh, yeah, it'll soak into the ground. It'll That's soak right. Into the ground I know the pee and the waste matter like that will soak into the ground, and then CWD will still be there. So and it will like, uh, it'll become like part of the grass yeah, and stuff. Right. And when like a deer or something eats that, I don't know how it, how long it lasts. I don't know if they know how long it lasts, but yeah. Um, and so, but the way it has come about basically or the way it's spread is basically there aren't enough people hunting deer you know like there are areas where the population like originally it started it kept showing up in breeding pens like uh pretty much every state that has whitetail hunting which i think is every state um there are breeding pens that are part of state sponsored programs to increase the population of deer right mm-hmm. and whitetail elk whatever uh and um so in those pens it's just like a cattle ranch where there's a lot of 
those animals in a small amount of space, right? Mm-hmm. But Re- relative to what they're built for in the wild. One thing. What do you got? Completely unrelated. Josie is sitting there looking all alone and nobody seems to. How about you come up with stuff that's related to what we're talking about? You too, Josie. Hmm. Um, so is this like a human disease? There's no cure for it? They, they have, it's a new disease, which much like human diseases, there's not a cure yet because it's so new they haven't figured it out, right? Do any diseases have cures? Uh, a lot of diseases have cures. I've been told that diseases that diseases don't have cures. You Viruses can't cure don't have cures. Viruses have treatments. Yeah. Um, viruses can, uh, like, in effect, have a cure. Like, it can have a treatment that'll make it never a problem again or whatever. But, but you can't do that with Josie. computer viruses. We learn about dirt and ag. Do you want to talk about dirt? Let's, yeah, talk about it now. And then I'll finish talking about CWD. Okay. Interesting. So, Okay, so um, the basic, p- the main part of dirt is weathered rocks, right? And then that collects, and then when plant matter dies, it decomposes and turns into hummus, which is the stuff we eat. That's why you shouldn't eat hummus. I have a question. And it tastes like sheetrock. What do you got, Jesse? Is it about dirt? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, it's dirt really made out of poop. Some some, some dirt is made out of poop. Like if a cow poops, the worms and stuff and insects will break it down and be, make it become part of the soil. And if that combines with rock matter, inorganic matter, air and water, and different minerals, that stuff all combines and that's so, what soil is. So, if you walk out and you get your shoes muddy, mm-hmm. so if it's muddy outside and you walk out there and and you're and you're like um, out there walking your dog, and you your try dog. not, and you try not to step in its poop. Who cares? You're just gonna what? get your feet covered in poop anyway, because you're stepping in anyway. the mud, and the mud anyway. is made, <laughs> and the mud is made out of poop, animal poop, and it's so the same thing as dog poop. So don't try to be born. And, and when it's muddy and you're walking outside and you're trying not to step on your dog's poop. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I think she Maybe. went full southern there for about yeah. a second. I don't either. She's I'm like auditioning for a Tennessee what? Williams What you play? talking about? No, ain't nobody got time for this. Just get back to your disease thing. All right. And ain't nobody dirt got time is this. cool because it, it, nitrogen. <gasps> Let's talk about nitrogen fixation. No, ain't nobody got time for that. So nitrogen fixation is when uh, bacteria... How about you plan a future podcast where we talk about dirt and wildlife habitat? Because I know about about this. And wildlife habitat. And dirt. Kind of the most important element of... Not kind of. It is the most important element of conservation is habitat. And dirt is pretty important to habitat. It is? Yeah. Where all their food grows, more. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody got time and for this. Let's get back the, to daddy's they disease. Need to, they need the nitrogen because if they don't have nitrogen in the booty, in the booty. Tristan. <laughs> in the booty. Save that for the future podcast. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Fine. Boy. I'm just. 
You're getting on my nerves. And I'm about to have Josie punch you. <laughs> Josie's my little thug enforcer. Josie's, Josie is our punishment. Punisher, by the way. Jay Josie's was... giving Tristan the crazy eyes. All right. So there's some news that I read today about CWD. Tristan, Ooh, pay attention. All right. Good news and bad news. Who, you, you want the good news or the bad news bad first? News. Bad news. Bad news. So the species barrier, like uh, they how they are saying, you know, we've heard forever that uh, chronic wasting disease cannot cross from, be transmitted from cervids to humans, primates, whatever. There is a study that's been put out that basically proves that's not the case. Good. Great. Yeah. Uh, This lady in Canada had some macaque monkey or apes. Uh, which are the what they are is the closest lower primate to humans that it's legal to do testing on, right? Biological testing on. And she fed them infected deer meat, CWD infected whitetail deer meat over X amount. Of, I don't know how much. I'd like to see uh, more information on the study, but after three years, they all contracted or a decent amount of them contracted chronic wasting disease so it's not 100 percent, and it takes a long time right i i don't know that's why i'm saying was I that see like their only part of their diet like they only ate I, I don't know any of these things that's why i'd like to see more information none of that was in the article i read okay. so what's the good news the good news is there's a company called saw corp S-A-W Corp, C-O-R-P, that has come up with a retail available chronic wasting disease testing kit. Like you buy the kit for 10 bucks and you just have it in your hunting pack. You, if you kill a elk, white-tailed deer, moose, caribou, whatever, and you're afraid it might have chronic wasting disease, then you it's a blood draw kit so you collect the blood in this kit and then mail it to them now here's the catch getting the results the lab test actually costs an, is an additional fee of 40 dollars yeah so it's 50 bucks uh before you get your results back per deer the, from what i'm reading but that's like in the crawl species barrier i know it's the closest one but that doesn't there's still like a big difference there, right? Say what? There's still a big difference between those apes and humans, right? Yeah, but that doesn't. I mean, you can't test it on humans. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Small children. Well, <laughs> I'd rather test it on you right now. You, you've been you've been chosen. But so that's, yeah, so I would like to get one of these kits and you know take on like elk hunts. And stuff because it, it's pretty elk is enough meat that it, it would be worth sending, especially if we're in a unit that's known where there's because, like, on the game map unit for Colorado, it says like it tells you which units they've found chronic wasting disease in. Now, here's a little bit of a problem with the test is, and I do think this company's kind of juicing up the stats a little bit like 
it they talk about how chronic wasting disease has been found in 24 states and two Canadian provinces. It said it said is, on there that it, there were 21 states in 19 in right. But I know some of those states it's still not confirmed. Well, it's, it's not in the wild. Oh. Not conf- not found confirmed in the wild. It's in breeding pens. But some of them, I mean, it definitely will spread outside of those breeding like pens. Like, we, we have chronic wasting disease in the wild now, right? I don't. Okay. I, if so, I haven't heard that. I thought we talked to a lady, a biologist lady on one of our hunts, and she talked about how there was a pin that got loose and there was some chronic wasting disease. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't remember that. And it got loose. Uh, but USDA does not has not okayed this test. Like, doesn't think it's a legit test yet. I don't know if that means they have to do more work on it or if they don't like... From There's a little bit of a note in this article that makes it look like they don't like how the test is run. Like, they don't consider a blood test a legit test. Because of all the biologists for Texas Parks and Wildlife want the heart and the brain. brain. Yeah. And so how was blood drawn? I don't know, dude. I'm just saying. It doesn't seem legit. This company is saying, I mean, the more it spreads, the more you're going to see stuff like this. So I want to look into it more. So we should. I've looked into it as much as I can right now. What if they're, they're going to release home kits and it's like $100 and they give you the thing, you pour it in there and it's just like yes or no? I don't know. Um, so then two more things before we sign out today. It's going to be a shorter podcast in theory. So pronghorn, uh, there is a proposal before the people that make these decisions in New Mexico. Uh, I think they're called fish and wildlife or something like that. Um, to change the rules on pronghorn hunting. The way they have it proposed, if it goes through, it won't give us a better chance of drawing a tag. But if we do draw a tag, it'll give us more access and opportunity to get a pronghorn. Like on private land hunts, a lot of the hunts are lasting longer. There's more access for archery hunters. A lot of stuff like that. Like I know a lot of the pronghorn hunts, uh, if we would have drawn... Uh, some of the private land hunts that I put in for for tags for us, um, we would have drawn, only been able to hunt like two days. And some of those are increased, I think, to like seven days or something like that. Nine to ten days. Some of them, some are five days. Um, so that's cool. I, I mean, we're definitely going to put in for that again. Uh, I would like to also put in, in some states where they're, Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. One of your birthday presents, that Tristan, that uh, I forgot to tell you about on your birthday, which was yesterday. I bought you some... Two days ago. What's no? It's Friday. It's on Oh, it Wednesday. is Friday. Idiot. Yeah, it's been a long week. I cut dovetails today in the lumber. Mm-hmm. It's the first time dovetails I've ever cut. Um, so... What was I saying? Birthday present. Birthday present. I uh, brought. I bought you some loyalty points in Wyoming. I think Wyoming and Colorado. Maybe, maybe Did I Montana. Win no, 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 no. That's the thing. So, like, 
The way you know how you. So in some states, Texas is one of them. When you put in for a hunt and you don't get drawn, you get a loyalty point. So next year when you put in, you'll have a better chance of winning it, right? And then you, if you keep putting in, you get a loyalty point every year. Well, some of these states have started uh, offering a thing where you can buy just the loyalty point without putting in for the tag. And so when you decide what you want to put in for, you'll have all these points saved up, right? So, you have a point each for those uh, states right now. Will I get to choose what I want to put it into? I mean, it's just elk. It's not like a certain unit or anything like that. It's I think you have a pronghorn one in Wyoming and an elk one in Montana. I think, or Colorado. Can't remember. I bought me one for one of those states, uh, but mine are way more expensive than yours. Um but yeah, so hopefully when you're older, we will get to go on those hunts. Um, and then, so girls, the last thing I want to talk about is, uh, look here, let's see where it is. So, look at this lady right here. On here. I can't see her. Yeah, walk around. You don't... No, just look at her and then go back to the mic. I'll cut this part out in theory. So her name is Kristen Schmidt. And she is... Uh, farmer like she has a she's chickens and all that kind of stuff like but i'm gonna be when i grow up yes like you're gonna be when you grow up but her kind of gig her job is she is a outdoors writer mm. so like she wrote the article i read about chronic wasting disease and she's written several uh, and the one about the pronghorn and look at all these are all articles she's written for gohunt.com which is cool. a really cool website and, and she's written for Modern Hunter and Archery 360 and the Smithsonian Magazine and National Geographic. Those are all very big, important magazines. That's a lot of different types of animals. But so she is, this is the girl empowerment message of this podcast. So she is a lady who writes about animals and hunting and outdoor issues. Right? That's pretty cool. Cool. But she yeah, doesn't work cool. for anybody. She works for herself, and she sells the articles she writes to magazines and websites. Amazing. And that's how cool. she makes her living. That's pretty neat, right? Yeah. I'm awesome. Awesome. So Amazing. Yeah. So that's pretty cool gig. It's a dream gig for any outdoors person. So... The podcast is... So what do y'all think? Yeah. So y'all so we're doing this podcast and that's kind of a form of journalism. And so the more mo better we all get at it, the better more skills y'all will have stop. In you know that you'll possess to be able to do things like this if you want to do. And even if you go into whatever field you end up going into having 
these type of skills, writing and just journalism and asking questions are very important for anything. They'll help you in any walk of life that you go into in the future, okay? So, that's it. Should we sign off? We already signed off on the other podcast, which was just a Can I sign off ago. this podcast? You know what? It's Marion, you can sign off this podcast, and you'll say bye. Josie, you get to do all of them. I like that you're po- poofing out your stomach like that means you're extra mad at me or something. So, thanks for listening to the Wilderness Law Podcast. You can check us out on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, probably. Uh, well, I podcast. That's Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, I. Josie you can subscribe told, to the podcast. Yeah. Josie told you all the things you need to learn. So if you forget, just go on one of our other podcasts and go to the end. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Mm.